you are listening to The Dudes, bringing you wall-to-wall coverage of all Mississippi State athletics. Featuring Reflector Sports Editor Tanner Marlar and WMSV Sports Director Cody Blazak. Whiskey Myers leading us off here at the top of the 6 o'clock hour on The Dudes. Tanner Marler alongside Cody Blazak. And boy, do we have some baseball content for you today, even though we are in the midst of March Madness and we cannot wait to dive in. Mississippi State just finished up a two-game midweek series against Texas Tech in which they split those games one-to-one. Princeton coming to town this weekend. It's going to be an interesting one, Cody, to say the least. Yeah, it'll be an interesting one come come tomorrow, really. Weekend series, but Mississippi State splitting the midweek series. All in all, I mean, I'll take a split. You know, and I said coming into that series, at at the very least, at the very least what these Bulldogs had to do to kind of keep a little bit of momentum in this young season, they had to split them. And they did just that. Obviously, over the weekend, uh, some some questioning things happening against Tulane with Landon Sims, obviously the ace pitcher, getting hurt in game one, which Mississippi State ultimately wound up winning. And then the bullpen struggles just continued to ramp up all throughout games two and three. And we saw some more of those uh, in the second game against Texas Tech. So, you know, a lot of people already pressing the panic button uh, maybe not on the hitting. I think the hitting's finally coming around, but the bullpen, which is something we were pretty pretty sure of coming into the season. What do you think, Coach? I, I don't know if it's time to start hitting the panic button, but I, I think we might be close to it. I think there's reason for concern. Uh, I, concern, yeah, but panic, I, I don't think just yet. I, I agree, I agree. Maybe not, maybe not a full-blown panic is in order, but definitely some concern one person that i haven't been concerned about yet though and god i hope we don't give him the dude's jinx here uh because we'll probably see him again this weekend is pico con pico con has been one of the young bucks to come out of that bullpen he was a very highly touted recruit coming to mississippi state really lanky left-handed guy throws off speed but it's got an absolute filthy curveball on him uh, has really came in and uses those two used those two pitches well and provided some some much needed stability in that bulldog bullpen. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to start seeing some young faces here. I mean, we, we were starting to see them in midweek games, but I think with the way the season is turning out, I, I think we're going to start seeing more. And if Pico Khan keeps it up, I mean, I'm I'm happy to keep seeing his face. I'm as well. I'm as well. It's going to be an interesting. Weekend, to say the least, to see seeing who draws. We or, may as well may as well see in that hair. I know. I Dude, mean, he's a legend. He's that, that's got the it. that's the best hair in college baseball. He's got it's the best name. It's some of the best. He's got it. It's just an it factor for pitchers. He comes out to Motley Crew. I mean, he's got it. 
But nonetheless, Mississippi State, like we said, taking on Princeton in a three-game series this weekend. Just got word uh, before we hopped on air here that pitch time for tomorrow has been moved up to 4 p.m. So if you had planned on, you know, coming after work, text your boss, let him know, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it in today. Got some, got, got some really important work to do over at the Dude watching the Mississippi State Bulldogs play baseball. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why I mean, not? look, it's it's we spring only break get, for we us. Only, yeah, we only get baseball for like four months of the year. Exactly. You get to work 12 months out of the year. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> Don't tell your that boss sounds that. awful. <laughs> <laughs> you get to work 12 months out of the year. Yeah, but tell them you just need a little one-day vacation. Just or just tell them bit. you got to work half a day. Look, even tell them, look, if you've got some PTO accrued, take it. Just do it. Get paid to watch baseball. Live like me and Cody for a couple days. Yeah, live like us. Like Actually, we don't, we don't endorse that. Like we don't <laughs> bury stress up with all of it. Yeah. No, but going into the weekend, I mean, uh, the split with Texas A&M, not ideal, better than getting swept. Uh, Texas they just, Tech, yeah. Or what did I say? Texas A&M. Well, I will we say, just got done watching say, Texas A&M. Reach, well, disclaimer here, we do have some March Madness on in the studio while we're recording here. Right now, actually, we're watching former Mississippi State Bulldog Abdullah Du play in the American Conference Championship game, or the American Conference Tournament, not the championship game, it's the first round. But uh, Cincinnati taking on some East Carolina. But, yeah, back to Texas Tech, the Red Raiders. I, State took that game in the first game. Second game, Jackson Fristo kind of just got lit up in, what was that, the fourth inning? I was going to say, kind of came out and, for lack of a better term, wet the bed there in the first. I mean, it was like the second inning. He had a good first inning. I think it was in the second inning. Let's up a grand slam and then another solo shot, and at that point it was all downhill. Yeah, it wasn't ideal, but it is good to split that series. It is. It is. I mean, that was a good win. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's, they're ranked 17 in the nation. I think Mississippi State came in ranked 23. And we have dropped a lot. Oh, like a like a like a brick. Yeah, like I, a brick from a fifty-story building, man. Once again, I don't think it's anything to panic about, but by no means did we expect this. Yeah, by no means did we expect this. And a lot of that, I think, is is still kind of riding the high of last year. Um, that's that's what I attribute a lot of it to is just riding the high of last year. But it seems like people have forgotten. Even last year's team had some moments where it was like, golly. I mean, you got swept at home against Arkansas last year. That was a moment where people were like, man, can we can we really do it? Well, yeah, this is, this is also a university that is historically known for scaring the life out of its fans. It does. We, it does they do tend to make a habit of it. They I, do. I mean, so it really doesn't shock me. I mean – I would rather have these results now than the College World Series. Put it that I agree. way. I agree. Get the, early, get the get losses out, of the, out of the way. Get the losses out of the way. You know, the age-old saying that, that just has been going around probably about the last decade here is that Mississippi State starts off slow, ends up hot. Uh, that school up north starts off hot, ends up slow. And that's just the way things have gone over the last few years. But nonetheless, like I said, Princeton, though, Princeton, some things to note about Ivy League baseball teams. They're never terrible. Very few times are they terrible. 
So I I know a lot of a lot of you may be expecting us to sweep this weekend. You know, I, Look, feel, I feel like this early season has been against a bunch of stacked teams. And and some of that's true. Some of that's true. I mean, the Southern Miss game, Southern Miss is a very solid program. Obviously, Texas Tech and Tulane, both very solid teams. So I didn't expect I'm not going to lie, I didn't expect us to be 7 and 7 at this point in the season. Yeah, I did not expect to be 500 here 14 games in. Won't lie. I mean, it doesn't surprise me just because of Mississippi State being Mississippi State, but get those losses out of the way early. I mean, it's it's nothing bad. I think that, I mean, looking forward, when we get into the conference play, honestly, if you have your kinks worked out by then, I'm not going to say the schedule should be a breeze, but I don't think we would be doing as much worrying. I agree. I agree. But either way, Princeton, looking at them coming into the season, um, right now obviously they're kind of prepping for the matchup this weekend. If I could you know, get my phone to load their homepage, that would be absolutely awesome. Can't find any kind of record on their home. Man, this is, this is an Ivy League school, man. And I can't find a schedule? Dude, what is this? This is what happens when you get spoiled Maybe by so. the SEC. And oh, being... here we go. Schedule. Okay, so I said that Ivy League schools usually aren't bad at baseball. Princeton may be. <laughs> They're 0-8 on the season. 0-4 uh, away and 0-4 in neutral site games. Uh, they dropped four straight to Purdue to start the season. Lost one to VCU. Lost one to William & Mary. Lost to Richmond. And then got absolutely spanked by Old Dominion in one game and then canceled the next game, uh, which was this past Wednesday. And so, now they're taking on the defending national champion, Mississippi State Bulldogs. So what I'm hearing is I wouldn't be surprised if their first win of the season was it, this weekend. Yeah, yeah, don't be. Don't be. Um, they're obviously going to come in here hungry. They're gonna, Mississippi State has, has got, is going to have a target on their backs all season. Everybody's going to be amped to play Mississippi State. And the problem is Mississippi State, at times this season, hasn't looked amped to play the Northern Kentuckys. Hasn't looked amped to play the Long Beaches. They haven't looked amped all season long. I think they looked okay in that first two-lane game. I think they looked pretty excited for yeah, that. Yeah, they did. Look, well, credit to Landon Sims throwing 10 strikeouts and 10 batters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you when you do that, when you do that, good things tend to happen. Do we have word on who our starter is tomorrow? Uh, as of right now, I haven't seen anything. Then again, I've been burying my head and studying for midterms, so uh, do with that what you will. But either way, I haven't seen anything as of right now. Uh, I'm assuming that Landon, while they were in Biloxi, was getting some medical treatment. He was supposed to have a scan there. I don't think – I personally haven't seen any kind of official status on him, so hopefully we'll be getting that here soon. I know – um, if we haven't had any word by tomorrow evening, it will be asked in the press conference tomorrow after the game. So expect some news on that here shortly. Well, fingers crossed that he'll be all right. Of course, of course. I, I mean, we, we might have an issue if he's not. Yeah, no, that you know, I would say your ace being hurt would be an issue. That that falls under the issue category. That does. That does. I mean, you're already gonna you're already having to plug and fill some holes in the bullpen and in the pitching lineup. That's one hole that you do not want to have to fill. 
Yeah, I mean, it, a loss like him I, really could turn your season upside down. Oh, it could, no doubt. I, I know you're only going to see him once a week, but but that's a, that's a game in SEC play. You feel confident you can go in and win with him on the mound, and that's with every game. Yeah, no matter no matter who's who you're playing, you're confident if Landon Sims is on the mound. So I mean, it's just another obstacle. Obstacles present itself, present themselves to teams all season long. Might be the first, won't be the last. So I don't know. It just I, I, I didn't think we would be talking about this team the way we are at this point in the season. And I don't think anybody did. I really don't. And, you know, I've heard people already saying, oh, they won't host this year, yada, yada, yada. Dude, we haven't even started SEC play. Well, I have heard a lot of people saying we won't host Supers this year. They think we're going to get a shot at regionals, but – which, maybe. Maybe. But, but at the same time, you got to think, there are a lot of other teams. I mean, there LSU – still, like, 40-something odd games oh, yeah. left. LSU hasn't had the hottest start – um, Arkansas hasn't had the heart, the hottest start this season. Nobody starts the season perfectly in college baseball, and you're not going to win every game in college baseball. Now, all I'm saying is if if people are saying that about us, then Texas won't be hosting a Super Regional either. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, they just it's, lost to Texas it State. Is, it is literally the same kind of comparison. Yeah, it is. It they're they're going to have their bumps. Oh, it, yeah. It's that simple. I mean – Will the season be turned around? Probably. Uh, if Sims is hurt, yes. Well, even if he's not hurt, I think it's going to be turned around. Oh, you mean for the better? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. We th- That bullpen is deep enough where I think you can find a guy that will win games like Sims. Maybe not as many, but if everyone does their part, we oh, shouldn't have to moved, worry it, about it. Uh, and God, I hope it. it's not true, but if Sims is out for any kind of length of time, I, I could see them swapping Kate Smith to the Friday role. Um, keeping maybe Preston Johnson there at the Saturday spot. And then... Say it. Have, say it. <sighs> say it. You're going to have to find somebody for the Sunday spot. You're going to have to find somebody. And I know you want me to say Pico. I know you do. But I just don't see him as a starter right now. I don't either just because of... Well, he's only got two pitches. Yeah. Well, Landon Sims did too. Landon's got three in reality and an overpowering fastball, and Pico just doesn't have that. Yeah, but that placement and I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna say after his job the other night, Parker Stinnett may have thrown his name in the conversation if he can keep that level of play up. You know, I don't think level of play is something to be concerned with with this bullpen. I think consistency is. Yeah, that's what I mean. If he can keep, if he can consistently bring you what he brought you the other night in the first game against Texas Tech. Stinnett's going to make the case for the starter. And we've always known Stinnett to have this ridiculous stuff. I mean, he's, he's got plus-plus stuff and plus-plus movement. His problem has always been just being able to find and pound the zone. And he did that in that first game against Tech, and you saw the result. Yeah. It'll be – this season, it's going to be interesting. It is. It it's going to be an up-and-down season – Probably just like last year. The, the, you know the one thing that 
all these losses at the beginning of the season makes me feel a little better about. Instead of being two-thirds the way done with the season and picking up a bunch of losses and being like, oh no, what's happening, is hopefully these losses are out of the way and we won't have that period towards the end of the season where we're like, oh no, we're falling apart. Yeah, and we, I mean, we said that just a second ago. You know, if you're gonna get, if you're gonna lose, lose early. You know, get your losses out of the way. Get, you know, take this early part of the season and this is what it's for to figure yourself out and figure it out. But I want to talk right one more just a little bit before we dive into a little bit of basketball here with about 10 minutes left hunter hines man hunter hines my goodness the guy just crushes baseballs that's all he does well uh, just crushing baseballs i wouldn't hear for tuesday but we said once Cullen clark gets going he got going and he that weekend series against tulane he was crushing baseballs i we said if he hits one, he's hitting two the weekend he hits two. And sure enough, he hit him in back-to-back games. Maybe we know something. Maybe maybe we maybe we do the sports. And just the kid's going to get hot. I mean, I, I, I think the hitting – the way I see this hitting going is players are going to get hot. They're, I think all the players are going to be streaky this year. Yeah. But when half of them are streaky, the other half are cold. So it's going to level itself out. Yeah. No, I think this is like 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 you said, a much more streaky lineup. And we talked to Stone about this beforehand. This is a much more powerball lineup. You know, Mississippi State used to be this little dink and dump team that was gonna single you to death. But that was before, you know, the change in you know, the change in the balls and the change in the bats and stuff like that. We're really kind of entering this home run centered era of college baseball and it's making it a more fun product to watch i think but it's also changing how coaches piece together these lineups and it's changed how coach limonis has pieced together his lineups and again kind of touching on what stone said the other day this is the first group that is all limonis's guys you've seen you know what what kind of ball he wants to play he wants to play power ball he wants to he wants to use the long ball because I think he sees that that's the direction that college baseball is heading in and that there's some pros that come with that and there are some cons. Some cons of it is you're probably going to be a streakier team. But when you're hot, you are hot. Uh, the good thing with this team, though, is much power as we have, we've still got those players that are, I don't want to say old school, but old school baseball players. Oh, you just, got it. Yeah, I mean, you've got your Tanner Leggett's. Uh, I mean, well, Tagger, Tanner Leggett still is hitting bombs for some reason. He is that. He is that. I mean, my goodness. My, Leggett, my my thought to that was like a like a Lane Forsyth guy where he might hit a home run all season long. Yeah. He'll get on base. Yeah. But it's going to be a journey going forward, and it might be a scary one, but it, I, I think long-term result will end in an appealing way. I think so. I still have quite a lot of hope for this uh, baseball team. You know, the last time I had hope in a team, though, it was the basketball team, and now here we are, <laughs> staring staring an NIT straight in the face. Before we get into basketball, though, give me your X-Factors for this weekend. Cody. I'm going to take – I'm going to go – I don't know. I want Pico Khan to get the start. It's not gonna happen. I know. Um, I, I just I don't know at this point. 
Let me get it rolling for you. Maybe. I, probably Hunter Hines. Hunter Hines. That's a that's a solid one. If he can stay hot. I mean, I'm gonna say this and it might bite me, but it shouldn't be a whole lot of work this weekend. Yeah. Again, like I said, Ivy League teams usually aren't bad, but Princeton is. Oh, and eight. So I, I mean, if you can get a lead early, I'm comfortable. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, my we're all feeling that trying to get through midterms. Oh my goodness! For you guys listening, Cody and I are our college students, believe it or not. Uh, so we've had midterms this past week coming up on spring break, and we are dreadfully tired, but we're here. And we have been yawning for the past twenty we minutes. We are here, bringing you wall-to-wall coverage of all Mississippi State athletics. But either from, way, from 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 the gridiron to the from diamond, the gridiron to the diamond. That's what they say. That's what they say. But. Either way, Hunter Hines a solid pick for Cody's X Factor this weekend. I'm going to give you another low-hanging fruit. I'm going to say the bullpen. Uh, I I mean, I think there's enough guys on this team that can give you four innings of good play. But it's those middle relief guys that have got to come in and be able to help. I mean, Slate Alford, guys like that. These old guys that have been around the team for a while but we haven't gotten to see much of, I think they're going to have to step up. They're going to have to show some of that veteran leadership, some of that veteran poise. And I think what better than a tune-up series against Princeton to do that, you know? But that's going to be my uh, baseball X factor this weekend is can the bullpen show up? But now, Cody, this is March, and we can't not talk about it. Mississippi State playing South Carolina tonight in the SEC tournament in Tampa. Dave and I kind of harped on this game a lot on Tuesday, but now the game's upon us. We are here. We're watching March Madness here in the studio as we speak. Yeah, Cincinnati just went final with East Carolina 74-63. Mississippi State alum Abdul Adu obviously suiting up for Cincinnati these days. Congratulations to him. But the Bulldogs have a game of their own tonight. And it's a scary one, in my opinion. I, I, it's a scary one. It's yeah, I think any game for them going forward is going to be scary. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you've put yourself in this position, yeah. But this is particularly scary because it's a team that you split the season with. A one-and-one against a team that is statistically in the bottom of the conference, towards the bottom end of the conference. Whoa. Statistically conference, they're ahead of Mississippi State. I'm not saying Mississippi State's at the top end of the conference, believe me. But a team that a lot of people have you pick beating simply just based on star power alone. Cody, what are your thoughts on this South Carolina-Mississippi State matchup tonight? I think you win tonight, you survive in advance. I think you lose, you're NIT bound. I think it's simple as that. I mean, it is. Uh, No doubt, it is. But we're gonna give the we're gonna give the listeners a double dosage of X Factor today. I, I've I've never in my life thought I would be rooting for a team that had to go into survive in advance mode. Never in my life did I think I would be doing that. Says the Alabama fan. For shame. For shame. See, I'm used to this. The last time the Mississippi State played in the SEC tournament in Tampa, they won the whole dang thing. Something about Tampa. At least maybe that's what it was. Emily Arena. 
It is the home of champions. It is. Two times in a row. It is. It is. But And it might be three times in a row at the end of the times. NHL season. It might be. It might be. They are they, they look good. They look good. They didn't have a good outing two nights ago though. No. Lost to lost to the Jets seven to four. Yeah. Suboptimal. What went, went down three oh, made it three three. Yeah. But I mean, they, after that the, the effort was made. The effort the comeback effort was made. But nonetheless, we'll talk about hockey if you want tomorrow on hot takes for now. We're talking some bulldog hoops. You know, at the start of this season, I really didn't think we'd be having a surviving advance talk either. <laughs> you thought we would be a three seed. I did. I did. Admittedly, I did. I, did. I can at least I say I thought faith. a five seed. I had faith. And look where it got me. I, if we're going to go X-Factors, Tolu. I think Tolu, Tolu's been playing well past couple games. I think he's got to keep the tenacity up, and I think he's got to do some big things. And... and Really, I think it's got to be Iverson and Tolu. I do think you have if, to bring your one-two punch to the tournament. You if, have to. If they don't show up, say hello to the NIT. And, dude, with the teams we've seen losing in March Madness today, they may not make it out of the NIT with anything. I mean, Syracuse is headed to the NIT. North Dakota State is headed to the NIT. Both of those teams, I think, could very well beat Mississippi State. Butler's headed to the NIT. Butler's headed to the NIT. I mean, yeah, it's going to be um, it's gonna be a stressful night tonight. It is. It is. We're going to be biting some nails. And then we have a potentially stressful weekend ahead of us. You know, but, the sad part is, is Tennessee doesn't worry me. It's getting out of this round. Word? See, here's uh, David and I. David and I both agree. I think they win tonight and then get bounced by Tennessee. No, it, it's this game that worries me. If you can get this game under your belt, I have a lot more confidence in you. Well, I mean, yeah. But I don't know. I just score prediction for tonight. State by seven. State by seven. In March, nonetheless. I'm not going to say it's going to be a, uh, like a they lead by seven all the, all the entire game, but they might get into that last minute when they're up by three and they got to get – Ten, or South Carolina has to start fouling. Maybe. Maybe. Either way, uh, I'm going to go a pretty similar route here. I'm going to say you have to bring your one-two punch tonight for my X-Factor. Iverson and Tolu have got to be there. You're going to have to obviously get some scoring from other areas. If Shaq Moore can have a really good game or if DJ can have a decent game, you, you it obviously helps your chances. Your one-two punch has got to show up. The one thing that I am comfortable about going into this tournament about is, is – Anderson Garcia has turned it on at the right time. He has. He and has. He probably won't get the start, but he will get some big time playing time. I, I about that. And I haven't had this double sourced, but there are rumblings that you may see Anderson Garcia in the starting lineup. Over who? DJ. Now I'm not saying that's going to happen because again, and I haven't had it double sourced yet. These are just things that I am hearing, but. There's, there's a, there are rumblings, so be sure to be watching for that. Honestly, I wouldn't be mad at the move. I don't think I would be either. I think for a team like South Carolina, who's a fairly good-sized team, a bigger team. And it might be even more motivation for DJ Jeffries to play better if he's benched instead of starts. It may be. It may be. I will say one thing about DJ Jeffries, though. DJ Jeffries is the type of player that in March you kind of want him on your team because there's one thing DJ Jeffries is not scared of. 
and that is shooting in the moment. And those are the guys that when March hits, shots seem to start falling. I mean, you saw DJ Jeffries last year in the NIT. We played them. He turned it on in the NIT. I mean, if he turns it on in the SEC tournament and gives this team a fighting chance, maybe he does something. Well, well uh, that, that'll be decided at a later time. Actually, tip-off, when you're, you're, when you're listening to this, happened about an hour and a half ago. Yeah. Tip time was at 5, so this game is very close to being over. Very close. Um, so maybe our bold predictions are right. We'll see. Or maybe they're completely maybe wrong. Maybe they're completely wrong, and we're down by 20. But <laughs> All in all, this might be the end of the season for Mississippi State, besides the NIT. And we Hopefully, will be moving forward, you. we'll get to see them. Hopefully, we can watch them play Sunday. Hopefully so. And we will be bringing you some NIT coverage if they make it. Hopefully, they will. But, I mean, maybe it's part of the long con. Maybe they wanted a trip to New York instead of, you know, to New Orleans. New York's a fun place. NIT, big whoop. I mean, yeah. I'm just trying to console myself and the rest of the Bulldog fans out there a little bit. But we talked, uh, we talked a little bit, uh, David and I did, about women's head coaching picks. Uh, we both said Doug Novak. Stay with Novak, please. Yeah. I, wanted, I, was gonna, I was curious on which way you'd go with that, but we, honestly, we here on the dudes are big Doug Novak fans. Honestly, transfer Howland to the women's team, make him a big-time recruiter, make that team stack, Novak can coach him up. Give us Rick Pitino, and we're happy. Per- pe- we're happy people. Uh, I was gonna say I want to hold off on my uh, men's coaching predictions until something is made official. But either way, you've heard Cody's at this point, um, which is exactly the same as Tanner's. Okay, not exactly. There is one man I'd like ahead of Pitino. I mean Matt McMahon. No, I want Pitino. I think I'd rather have McMahon. It doesn't come with as much baggage. But either way. maybe we'll get into that conversation later. I don't think we've had a coaching search here on the dudes just yet, have we? I don't think so. Interesting. Interesting. Uncharted territories, some might say. Either way, I don't think I gave my score prediction for tonight. I've got Mississippi State by three. Yeah, I think it'll be relatively close. I do as well. I do as well. I think that'll about do it for today. Yep. Just crossed the 30-minute mark, hoping – All of you are enjoying your Thursday night. Students, if you're listening, enjoy a wonderful spring break. For us here on The Dudes, this is Tanner and Cody signing out. We will see you all next Tuesday. Not this Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. Yeah. We will resume our coverage. Yeah, Cody and I are going on a break. See you guys. The proceeding was a WMSV production.